Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 21st of November. Today, Rugby Australia appoints a World Cup winner to lead them out of the abyss. A shark says goodbye to the NRL and sets sail for the English Super League, and a big day for the World Game in Australia. But first... Ladies and gentlemen, meet the next generation of AFL stars. I am a star. I am a big, bright, shining star. Last night, round one of the 2023 AFL Draft took place at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne as the Aussie Rules community learnt the names of the newest full-time members. And the first name called out might go on to become one of the biggest in the game. With pick one, the West Coast Eagles select Harley Reid from the Benigo Pioneers and the Tongala Football Netball Club. 18-year-old Harley Reid is the most hyped draft pick in recent memory and might be the closest thing to a sure thing the AFL draft has ever seen. He was always going at number one, and despite approaches from several Melbourne clubs, the West Coast Eagles were never going to give up the opportunity to bring Reid to the West. G'day, West Coast Eagles fans. It's Harley Reid here. Um, Super stoked to be on board with the West Coast Eagles. Um, I was super grateful and honoured to head over west and enjoy the, the perfect weather. Kicks ass and over here in Victoria, so keen to get across and get in with the West Coast players. Um, they've got a great young core group there and senior boys. We've got a lot of experience there, so can't wait to get over there and get stuck in. Yo! Reed has been described as having Dusty Martin-type qualities, and for a club that just endured one of the worst seasons ever, Reed's talent will be a welcome addition. But if Harley Reed's selection surprised no one, Pick number 12 last night surprised everyone. With pick 12, the GWS Giants select Phoenix Gothard from the Murray Bush Rangers and the Aubrey Tigers football club. Phoenix Gothard only turned up at last night's draft as a guest of best mate Conor O'Sullivan, who was drafted by the Cats with pick 11. Small forward Gothard wasn't even sure if he'd be drafted at all, but when he was taken with the pick by the Giants straight after his best mate, it provided the highlight of the night. (laughs) Rugby Australia has a new big cheese. Tremendous break by Dan Herbert. Trying to link up with the Latu. He went himself. His second try. After Rugby Australian chairman Hamish McLennan was kicked to the curb by the board late Sunday night following six member unions demanding his resignation, the sport they play in heaven has turned to former Wallaby Dan Herbert to lead them out of the mire. We've got to put in the foundations, and that's at the community level, women's rugby and uh, and men's. But you don't fix the Wallabies by changing a coach. You fix the Wallabies by looking at all the all the inputs. And that's, the, uh, that's all the pathways that feed into the Super Rugby Clubs and then the Super Rugby Clubs that feed in, and that's the men's and women's. So we've got to take a longer-term view. Herbert, speaking to 2GB yesterday afternoon about his vision to bring the sport of rugby union back into relevance once again off the back of the simply catastrophic recent World Cup campaign and the balls up that was Eddie Jones' appointment and eventual resignation from the Wallabies' top job, even if Dan isn't in a hurry to find Eddie's successor. I know the, the figurehead status of the coach is important, but we can't, if we keep going for the sugar hit, you only have to look at each Wallaby coach over the last 15, 20 years, they get least, less successful than the one before them. Well, we're, we're so, hosting a World Cup in 2027. Who takes over? Because it's a big call. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got to get we've got to get the high-performance director to, to then find the right coach. So after 67 tests in the gold jersey for the Wallabies, which included winning the 1999 World Cup, Dan now finds himself in the hottest seat in rugby union. 
As for the bloke he replaced... There's no doubt that there's uh, been a coordinated campaign to sort of smear me and that's that's been fed back through me and other board members. So I think that's a complete cheap shot. I mean, we've won a World Cup for the men and women in 27 and 29. Uh, we got broadcast deals done. We brought sponsors into the game. McLennan responded yesterday on 2GB to the accusations from the rugby member unions against his leadership. Some of the support where I had from former Prime Minister John Howard, John Coates, key sponsors, Cadbury, um, Darren O'Brien, um, a lot of support out there, and Andrew Forrest and Nicola Forrest. So, you know, they're not dumb people. They're really smart. So I think they know it's a journey. And in life, any any business takes time to fix. But that journey will continue without McLennan at the wheel. And if the game of rugby unit has taught us anything this year, that ain't going to be a smooth ride. They say a leopard can't change its spots, but apparently a shark can add them. Moylan. Oh, it's opened up for Matty Moylan! Playing each and every week for the Cronulla Sharks. Matt Moylan, whose talent took him to the heights of state of origin for New South Wales and even a test cap for Australia, has opted to jump a jet plane for the sunny skies of Greater Manchester to join the Lee Leopards in the English Super League. Is it true you're moving to England? Yep, it's true. Despite having a year to go on his contract with the Sharks, Moylan has been granted an immediate release by Cronulla to take up a two-year offer from the Leopards. 32-year-old Moylan's career had been plagued by injury in the back half and late in the 2023 season, he fell out of favour with coach Craig Fitzgibbon, losing his spot in the halves alongside Nico Hines to Braden Trindle. I want your spot. I'll get your spot. So, after 191 first-grade games, Matt Moylan's time in the NRL is over. And to Matt, we say safe travels. And before we finish up today, in case you missed it, yesterday was a landmark day for the Ramble game in Australia. We're here today to announce the eight founding members of the national second tier. That's the main point for us being here. We're very excited about that. Yeah, look, I know it doesn't sound exciting, but trust me, it's significant. Eight clubs, eight stories, united by one dream. A competition that celebrates our national passion, resilience, and the unyielding spirit of Australian football. A new era begins. Kick off in 2025. Yesterday, Football Australia CEO James Johnson announced the official creation of the inaugural National Second Division. That will include Apia Leichhardt, Avondale, Marconi Stallions, Preston Lions, South Melbourne, Sydney Olympic and the Wollongong Wolves. It's actually a nice group. The clubs were chosen after a lengthy application process with potentially two to four more clubs to be added before the first season of the league starts in 2025. And while the FA won't initially introduce a relegation and promotion system, the plan eventually is that football in Australia will now follow the model of footballing leagues around the world. That, if you're bad and you finish down the bottom of the top league, you go down. And if you finish up the top of the second league, you go up. Yeah, sounds thrilling. Sounds boring, but like I said, it's a big development in the world game for Australia. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.